Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But let's get to Jake Burns on the North Orleans Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Jake, how you doing? Hey, I'm all right, man. Listening to some NBA stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, listen. Now, I don't know, I don't know if you're going to break down no Steph Curry film, but uh, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you could, right? Um, you know, you you, yeah. you 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 a guy that, uh, that that is multifaceted and do a lot of different things. Uh, you know, I've been really interested in getting you on, um, you know, Jake, because you know, w- for what you do, and a lot of people don't understand. Um, you know, there's a lot that that can be said, and I think you really came to the forefront um, when we talked about the Baker Mayfield stuff, and and I think you were one of the guys that were really, you know, putting together. Um, film work and really breaking things down as to what what we were seeing with Baker Mayfield and why he wasn't successful and when he did do great things, what was he doing that made him successful? So I, you know, I definitely uh, uh, loved what you do. Um, I've been wanting to get you on and I wanted to talk to you about um, some of the things that differentiate Deshaun Watson. Right? Um, I talked to Mary Kay Cabot. She texts me. She says, "Hey, G. Bush, man." Um, for the first time, and this is one of the first time I ever heard her say this, um, and I've been listening to her for years. She said. You know, up close and personal, he's a Hall of Fame caliber, you know, player. Um, I don't know if he's going to ever win a championship. I don't know if he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. But let me just tell you this. Talent-wise, he's there. For you uh, and what you've seen and what you've looked at, and then I'm sure you've gone back and looked at all the texts and stuff as well, what differentiates Deshaun Watson makes him special? And where do you have him in, in, in as far as the best quarterbacks in the league currently? Yeah, it's a great question, and ironically, like I think this is a crossroads for Watson because I think he's uh, he's put together some really good years in the NFL, and he put together his best year, but uh, with that best year, the team was pretty bad. They they were really rough in 2020, but I thought he figured it out. Uh, really, really consistently by the time 2020 rolled around. They just didn't have the pieces around them. That people don't understand that the reason that Watson wanted out of Houston was because they, they were being mismanaged from every single level. They were hiring uh, hiring and firing, and uh, the, the head coach was the GM who was trading away players, cornerstone players that were helping them You know, on both sides of the football and uh, there was pretty clearly a lack of direction in Houston, and that's why he wanted out originally. Now, after he wanted out, we know what happened and what he's dealing with right now. The situation is the situation, but the trade request happened well before that because of the direction of the franchise. But as far as the quarterback goes, I mean, like, 
I think he's got everything you want in the modern quarterback. I think he can decipher defenses and play within the structure of an offense. He's usually an on-time thrower. He can get the football where the coverage dictates his best, and he has, a, he has an advanced knowledge set of how coverage works. If you ever get bored and want to stumble into some YouTube clips, he's, he's answered some questions from reporters where he, he has displayed this knowledge, this borderline photographic memory of what he's seeing and stuff like that. So uh, he, he's, he's really able to put that into terms and words and uh, make it understandable for people. So he does that stuff well. But then, you know, man, he also does the things that are uh, uncoachable, right? He plays with an immense amount of anticipation. I think he understands the game and, and, and the moments within a game when he needs to extend the chains, when's the right time to make a shot play downfield happen, uh, when's the right time to use your legs to pick up a first down because that's what you need to do in this situation. So he does those things well. I think he throws with nice anticipation, like I said. He's a pretty accurate quarterback. The arm strength isn't elite, but the arm strength is good. Uh, it's not elite, but it's good. And he's also more of an effortless thrower. Uh, than, than Baker Mayfield was. And what I mean by that is I think Baker, if you line them both up and said, hey, you can both crow hop into your throw and see how far you can throw it, I think Baker throws it further. But that's not necessarily arm talent. Arm talent is being able to change your arms, your arms location, your slot, the delivery type, the touch uh, on, on the football from different bases, different platforms. He can do that. He can do all of that. So he has that working for him. And what that does is allows you to make hectic, chaotic throws. So he is a, a very a very successful quarterback when chaos is going on around him. So if things are flying around him, he can figure out ways, whether it's through changing his base, moving around in the pocket, breaking a tackle to get out of something, he can do that. And then on top of all of that is the ability to extend plays with his legs, make a guy miss in the pocket, get out of the pocket, break contain and deliver a football downfield. So it's just like there's baseline quarterback. And, again, I consider Baker Mayfield to be a baseline quarterback, like an average NFL quarterback. Well, what do you think you need to be better at to take a guy to the next level? Okay, he needs to be really comfortable in pressure situations. He needs to be able to make throws that decipher different reads from right to left or left to right, one, two, three. And he needs to be able to make plays. when the You know, what do they call that in the, in the NBA? Our, our guy there was just talking about the NBA. You know, what do they call? They call those shot makers, right? When everything breaks down, the shot clock's running down, five, four, three, two, one. I got a guy on my team. I can just flip the rock to a Kevin Durant. He can pull up from 25 and just hit it. Doesn't matter what your defense is. Well, that's what you're looking for in the NFL. The scheme is not always going to give you an answer every single time. It does work out sometimes, but there are times where the defense plays it perfectly. Everybody's covered. There's nowhere to go, but your quarterback can get out of the pocket or deliver an unimaginable football to a spot that you didn't even think about, that's what puts you in the Mahomes, the Herbert, Josh Allen, that tier, and that is where Watson is. He's in the mix of the top five to seven guys in the league, in my opinion, right there with the Joe Burrow, that type of guy. He is a guy that you can win a championship because of. Now, he has got to continue to prove it. He started to put it all together, and it was beautiful in 2020. Now he has to put it all together again in Cleveland and show he can do this. So he is at a really fun crossroads in his career in terms of going out and proving that he can be the player that we've all thought he could be. I, you know, I want, I want to talk a, a little bit about this. Um, you know, for me, it's, it's about the division. Um, and, and obviously, 
Um, I'm going to, you know, go to the three teams I think that everybody would have is, is probably your three top teams, the Browns, uh, the Ravens, and the uh, Bengals. Uh, if you look at those quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, um, who, if, if, if you say all three of those guys play at the top of their ability, you know, they're, they're riding high, they're playing at the top of their ability, who, who, who do you think, you know, given their team, who do you think what you would give the edge in the division to? And also on the other side, when you flip the coin, who has who has the the I, I guess the the lowest floor? Like, you know, if they're playing bad, which which one of those guys, Joe Burrow, uh, Deshaun Watson, or Lamar Jackson, if they're playing horrible, they have the furthest that you can you can go down in, in terms of the team success yeah. be, um between those three guys. Yeah. So to, to, I think that you could say that Lamar has the widest range. When Lamar is on, he is an MVP in this league. He is as tough to defend as anybody uh, because he is uh, he is so unique as a runner, as we all know. And uh, he can when he's on and when the system is is clicking for him, there's uh, there's there's clearly an undefendable nature to his game. So he also has had I think teams start to to sort of calibrate what it takes to maintain him. So we've seen, like, last year he struggled. Now, again, they were pretty beat up, but he struggled. And, and he's defendable when he's not on, when he's not throwing accurately, when he's not processing. So I think his range is pretty wide. I think as far as traditional quarterback play, I think Joe and Deshaun are they're really similar. I think Deshaun's a better athlete. I think Joe's got a better – uh, a better uh, a better accuracy set to to what he does at different levels of the field. Uh, I think both are very comfortable when things are chaotic around them. It's it's they're kind of eerie how similar those guys are. I think you could make a case for Joe depending on what hat you put on every Sunday, Joe or Deshaun to be honest with you. So uh, I think that as far as like the lowest basement goes, I think those two guys are right there together uh, and and like. I think they can obviously be top five, top three quarterbacks in this league if they both play really well. But Lamar is, you know, he's a he's a unicorn man. Like when he's really on, he's tough. he's at an interesting crossroads too because he had a great year his second year, and then has kind of had two years that have been less efficient, less effective. But we just we need to see how he handles now if he can get healthy. How can he take over for a team that doesn't necessarily still have a great answer at wide receiver? I think we think Rashad Bateman is going to be fine, but um, I don't know, man. This is an interesting division. I, I, that question you're asking is unique, and I think it's really fair. I, I think that if you're looking for more traditional quarterback stuff with the ability to extend and make plays on the run, I think, I think Deshaun can give you that. I think Joe has every bit of the moxie and all of that stuff you really like from a guy getting – his group to believe in him. You got to remember Joe too was coming off of an ACL last year, mm-hmm. man, like his first half of the season, he was trying to get comfortable playing again before he really, he really took off. So I, I don't have an answer and I don't know that there is a clear answer yet on which of those three are the best or whatever. It's going to be a really fun race, but what you do feel good about is that you got a guy that is in that group, right? Like Joe Burrow was a, a number one pick in the draft and you know, he's panned out and everybody feels good about him. And I think as far as an on-the-field player goes, Deshaun is every bit as good as Joe Burrow, if not, you know, a little bit better. So 
I think you got to feel really good about that because they're really built. It's ironic now that I'm talking about it out loud. Neither, I don't think either guy has elite arm strength, but they throw with a lot of accuracy, a lot of anticipation, a lot of comfort in chaotic situations. Because I always talk about that quarterbacks, man, you got to be able to handle the chaos, everything flying around you, and still keep your eyes downfield and deliver. I think they do a really good job of that. So, yeah, man, I'm really excited to watch these three duke it out. I don't think I gave you a great answer there, but. No. I don't know that there is a perfect answer to that question because the two guys, Joe and, and Deshaun, are so similar. And then Lamar, it's just like we know Lamar's an MVP. We know when he's right, he's a dog, man. But, like, we need to see him put together an efficiency throwing the football again because he's going to continue to get older. And as he continues to get older, the, the more he's going to want to throw it to live in the NFL. You know, he doesn't want to run around all the time. And he certainly doesn't want to be running triple option stuff the way they do all the time. So, He's got to continue to get better as a passer, and I don't think it's an, an incorrect answer to say he's not on their level as a passer. Jake, man, thank you so much for coming on with me uh, during Memorial Day. I, I appreciate you. Let everybody know where you, they can find your work uh, and, and where they can go subscribe to your channel and, and find some of the stuff that you do. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm just at the OVR, so that's where we post everything, um, Orange Brown Report and Jake underscore Burns uh, 18 on Twitter. If you want to meander over to Twitter, um, but yeah, everything's on the OBR, and then I do the OBR Film Breakdown podcast, which is an every single day uh, delivery of a podcast. So that's out, that's out as well. And hey, man, shout out to everybody who served, has served, all the veterans, and uh, Memorial Day is all about that, man. So thank you to anybody out there who's done that. Thanks for having me, bro. Appreciate it, Jake Burns, one of the best in the game on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.